Nonetheless, some Western legal authorities, including the president of Britain's Supreme Court, Lord Phillips, promote the use of Sharia courts to adjudicate family disputes in Western nations. Dr. Rowan Williams, the Archbishop of Canterbury, drew a storm of criticism in 2008 when he proposed that Sharia courts could hear domestic cases among Muslims in the United Kingdom. I don't get the Brits. Sometimes I don't see how they can be so cockamamie, so foul and muddle-headed about this. Is it empire guilt? Are they trying to expiate the sins of three or four hundred years of subordination of foreign peoples? Are they just drinking, you know, bad beer or eating cold food? This is just silly thinking. Punishments, this is now talking about uh, Dr. Ron Williams, punishments, he stipulated, should be drawn from the laws of England and Wales. Stoning, whipping, and amputating hands were out of the question. He did not mention spanking, a telling omission, for Islamic authorities explicitly allow husbands to inflict limited corporal punishment on their wives. What's limited corporal punishment? That means he didn't kill her. It's cool. A number of putatively pro-family legal scholars in the United States argue that Sharia should be applied to American family law. This is monstrous. Not since German jurists endorsed Adolf Hitler's race laws during the 1930s have legal theorists in the West betrayed their principles so egregiously. I can find no record of a recognized Muslim authority repudiating wife-beating. Tariq Ramadan, the Swiss Muslim scholar who purports to offer a westernized version of Islam, notoriously defended wife-beating in a 2008 televised debate with then-French Interior Minister Nicolas Sarkozy. Here's what he says. The traditional society is organically incompatible with the first principle of law in modern liberal democracy, namely that the state wields the monopoly of violence. Sharia, in principle, cannot be adapted to the laws of the modern democratic states, for it is founded on the deeply ingrained notion that the family is the state in miniature and that the head of the family may employ violent compulsion just as does the state. From the vantage point of Western family law, wife-beating is an atrocity, even in the case that a devoted Muslim wife were to accept being beaten. Family courts in the West would intervene to separate a wife-beater from his family in the interests of the children. The president of the North American Council for Muslim Women, Sharifa Al-Kabtib, estimated in 1998 that physical violence occurred in about 10% of Muslim marriages in the United States. She says the rates of verbal and emotional abuse may be as high as 50% based upon international studies and preliminary research in the United States. In Islam, the family father has the ability to be a petty tyrant in his own home. That may explain the great mystery of modern Islam, namely, why nearly a billion and a half human beings have failed over eight centuries to produce scientific or cultural figures whose names are world recognizable. Even in Joseph Stalin's Russia, individuals could find refuge in their families and in creative pursuits not discouraged by the state. For example, pure science and classical music. Islam can make the family itself an oppressive institution. Got her hands in her pockets and she's waiting for a downtown train Yeah, and the high heel boots with the straps on low And her head hanging down in shame oh, 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 oh. The wolves all dress up just like sheep And they go and hit the town And Sharon never sees them 
Insomniac at Unconscious Village. And it's the last day of our last day sale. So read them the gospel slick. Thanks, boss. Hey, put yourself down under this. It's a horn dog of Babylon, struggle snuffs, mother said, and sulfur slack claw. You'd prophesize a price at a thousand dollars, but read my forehead. 
Rise now, for I come to your bedroom with my long rod to measure you for the last bed you'll ever need. Okay, Loach, we got them all. You tell them, little Eddie. I said it, Dad. I'm up to my gonads in Rapture Sauce, Christian Slater's, Lamb of Gods, Downey Jr.'s, and Seven Sealies at Unconscious Village. I am asleep. You are. Well, Dave, you know, we talked about uh, that guy Wrecker who uh, was found taking a rent boy to Europe and we get uh, who's the guy that had methamphetamine and the and the homosexual massages. And oh, it's just an endless stream of them, not to mention the guys who, uh, you know, used to head the state Senate, but are now in the state prison. I mean, yeah. And, and what's his name? Craig, who kept spreading his legs in the men's room. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, airports. Well, you know, there's some good news. Good news in the sense that we we finally are presented with someone who has come out, uh-huh. understands what it meant to be a hypocrite, right? And where wh- what he's going to do now, not to necessarily repair what he's done, but to live to live an honest life, to live an open well, life. This is good news. It's very good news. Yeah. He's, he's a California legislator named Ray Ashburn, and he came out in March after years of, as uh, operating as a family values Republican, and he's hmm. now speaking out in favor of gay rights. So he's not very popular. Probably in certain uh, Republican coffee clutches. All right. He spoke on the Senate, uh, state Senate floor, it's California, recently about a bill that could affect gay marriage. Should it become legal in the state again? And he said, on a personal note, before I speak to the bill, I would not have been speaking on a measure dealing with sexual orientation ever prior to the events that have transpired in my life over the last three months. Well, what is it that transpired? Uh, He was arrested for drunken driving in March, and after a torrent of rumors that Ashburn, a staunch family values Republican who never voted in favor of gay rights, had been at a gay club before his arrest, and that was basically Mm -hmm, proved, mm -hmm. he came out as a gay man. He said, I'm finding my way, he told a local news station after the vote for gay marriage. He said he voted against gay rights in the past in order to keep his sexuality under wraps. I'm not proud of it, he said. He even spoke out in favor of repealing don't ask, don't tell. I'm not proud of it, he said, but here he is. I mean, I like this guy. Yes, if that were uh, made a kind of a general practice, if you could get, you know, some time back from purgatory for, (laughs) you know, for coming out. Well, I I think it would benefit probably a larger class of Republicans and uh, not to mention church fathers that, you know, it would be it would uh, square things with heaven pretty much. Don't you think? Yeah, it would give an, But I think that everybody who came out and, and, and admitted that they were gay or admitted that they had paid for abortions in their past or any of those, you know, uh, uh, devilish practices would be shunned so thoroughly by the GOP that it would only add to the ranks of the Democrats. Just one more step towards a one-party state. Coming to the end here, Dave, and I've just got to have some of that dang tang. Oh, these tang, 7th century tang poets. They are uh, matured in the bottle, so to speak. This is Tufu, Meandering River. Every fallen petal diminishes spring. So the wind showers down a thousand just to make me sad. I'll keep my eyes on the ones that remain and have some wine, whether it's good for me or not. Kingfisher's nest in the ruins by the river. A stone unicorn lies on its side in the park. Nature says, enjoy yourself and don't waste time. 
Why worry then about things like rank and office? Daily after court, I take my clothes to the pawn shop. Every night I come back from the river bank drunk. I have an unpaid bill in every tavern. <laughs> well, who lives to be 70 anyway? Butterflies deep in the flowers, dragonflies flicking the river's surface. Let them all go on. Time and the wind and the light. Since we're told not to defy them, <laughs> let's enjoy them while we can. That's Radio Free Oz here. The Oz team that makes it possible. Your co-host David Osman, John Cumming, our ones and zeros guru, Phil Fountain. Oh, he makes it all so pretty. Tom Gedwillow is our webmaster. Chaz Glass has joined the team. He's doing the financials. Dave Maloney is our superb audio engineer. Bill McIntyre produces the whole thing. And Scott Wilde, great Scott. He's our social media guru. Catch you on the next side.